Blog Talk Radio. Loudmouth Radio. It's your host for the evening, Sunny and Jazzy Jones Smith, live on Loudmouth Radio. Yes. Tonight, yes. As always, it's an exciting evening to be broadcasting. And uh, tonight's show, our new premiere broadcast of a new show, Pride Not Prejudice, the LGBTQ show, uplifting and empowering all things LGBTQ, is live on your radio speakers. So if you're listening by cell phone, tablet, computer, or if you're on the studio line with us at 347-826-7520, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you feeling tonight, Jazz? I am doing wonderful. I was just, you know, you were on a roll with all of the way that people can listen in. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, if you find a shell in the sea and, you know, you pull it out and raise your one arm up, you probably would not hear us, but it would be funny. I just wanted Absolutely. to say that. But no, I'm excited about being on air tonight. I'm definitely always excited when you bring on another one of your great creative ideas. And this one is no less than all of the other shows that we have had on, that we still have on, and that you come up with Pride, Not Prejudice. Oh, beautiful. That it, It's such a play off of one of my absolute favorite books and movies. And I'm oh, just, yes. you know, proud. I'm proud to be on the Pride show. Okay, and you must be, of course. And for all of those who are listening tonight, um, this is also a bilateral moment for us. Not only are we premiering our broadcast of Pride and Our Prejudice LGBTQ show tonight, but we're also celebrating our one-year anniversary of our marriage equality campaign, Mayday Georgia Equality. A year ago today, Jazz, it doesn't even feel like it. You know, in some ways it does, and in some ways, and in a lot of ways, it does not feel like it has been a year already since we launched um, this campaign. And we launched it actually on the way to D.C., getting ready to get married, getting ready to support our youngest son getting married, and just in the height of, I won't even say... Uh, the new campaign of marriage equality because this has just been going on for so very long as we will get into more detail tonight and most of America even the UK and across the world knows that this has been such a important event and definitely May Day equality made those headlines a year ago so you're you're right in saying wow a year has gone by already I know. It doesn't even feel like it. And it's here. And at the same time, I also want to recognize today my father would have been 75 years old. 
So yeah. this is all so many different emotions and things that's happening. So many right celebratory. Now. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, so many celebratory reasons and they're all great reasons and mm-hmm. you know, for us as a radio network, it is always a blessing for us to be able to broadcast and to reach uh individuals across the world and let them know about exciting things, important things, things that people are in, are in need of knowing. Um, having support, knowing that there's someone other than ourselves who care, who um, who who's aware. You know, sometimes many people just feel like people just don't even know. Um, right. Know, some of the things that may be a struggle, or not even always a struggle, but even um, yeah, it's an important supportive. issue. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, for us, it has been a tremendous ride already. Um, just within the year's time that we launched the May Day Equality Campaign and, like you said, made global headlines. And I can distinctly remember, um, you know, just that whole process, but I'm not going to start that conversation without bringing our guest on and allowing her to to chime in and and cue in with our guest. So what I want to do first is just definitely tell tell our listeners and our supporters, our media partners, that Loudmouth Radio that we totally, totally, totally appreciate everything and anything um, around the world that has been uplifting and supporting to us. And that has been yes. a, a significant factor, you know, in our growth, our two-year growth as a network and our ongoing efforts to continue to bring things that matter. Um, so tonight, if you are listening to us, uh, feel free to tweet with us at Loudmouth as well as at Loudmouth Radio. Make sure you put two Ds in. And when you use um, if you're going to, you know, uh, interact with us, please use the hashtag. I'm going to give you two, Pride Not Prejudice, as well as May Day GA Equality, because we definitely have to make sure that um, we keep that momentum of the importance of the spirit of the day. Right, Jazzy? That's so true. That's so true. People, you know, I didn't know how important a hashtag was until last year, and then I found out, wow, this is pretty serious. Um, so, yes, it and, and it's a great way for people to know the issue at hand. So hashtag, once again, is the hashtag. And for those of you that are not familiar with what a hashtag is, because everybody's not so savvy, it is the right. number sign. Um, like if you go on the telephone and you see that number sign, so it's the hash, it's called a hashtag, Mayday, M-A-Y-D-A-G-A, Equality. Um, so we okay. want to make sure you do that. And then the hashtag, once again, pride, not prejudice. So, you know, yes. sometimes, producer, madam, ma'am, you speak so very fast. I know I do, and I do apologize <laughs> for those who are really just having this first-time experience. Mm-hmm. But tonight, yes, uh, we have a very special guest that's on air with us tonight. And I'm really excited about um, her presence tonight as well as her mm-hmm. representation of a huge campaign. I'm not just going to say it's nationwide, but it's a global effort. And um, yeah. as we get into this dialogue, you'll understand the significance of having um, an organization such as Freedom to Marry, um, mm-hmm. who has truly been a, a momental, um, monumental aspect to the the the, uh, the line of marriage equality as far as uh, the United States and so many LGBTQ people who are saying, "Listen, we got to stand up for what is right and what is um, our right." 
uh, to voice our decisions to be able to marry who we love. So tonight we have a very special guest, Amanda Snipes, who is the campaign manager for Freedom to Marry in a significant area which is called the Southerners Freedom to Marry, which helps encompass the southern areas of the United States that still is the last area mm-hmm. um, to have uh, marriage equality passed. Amanda, are you on the line with us this evening, darling? Welcome to Loud Mouth. Um, so great to be with you all. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us, Amanda. This means the world. Anytime we have a guest on, you know, because we can talk for hours and people will go to sleep and wake up and go back to sleep again. Um, but <laughs> it's so good when we have guests on the show. All of our guests are important, but especially on the, the anniversary of the campaign that we launched. And you guys, you know, Freedom to Marry, Southerners Freedom to Marry and Georgia Equality were instrumental and us even formulating what can we do to make a difference and joining with organizations like Freedom to Marriage to make a difference in our lives. So thank you for being on here, even before you tell us all of the great and wonderful things um, that you are about to come on and tell us. Yeah, well, the the love goes both ways. You know, my little saying is that uh, teamwork makes the dream work, and I yes. just wanted to... Uh, Thank you all for helping us with the the launch of the Southerners for the Freedom to Marry and allowing us to use a lot of the photos and ads and online spots and everything and just getting our stories out there. That was really great. Oh, wow. Absolutely. No. Look, we can go back and forth. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, you're it. I'm it. You're it. That was it last. <laughs> okay, you know, guys, uh, I'm going to tell you that, um, you know, for, for many people across the world, uh, this week alone has been a very, uh, very active thing when it comes to uh, marriage equality. Um, the highest courts of the land has had to uh, take a stand in regards to uh, marriage equality. And I want to definitely allow Amanda to really speak on, um, you know, what that means and how vital it is for us across the world to keep our lens on this issue. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, for us, Amanda, um, you know, we're, we're two of the little totem poles of many, many people who have stand up and stood their grounds and say, look, we want change. So, Amanda, if you would, before we get into the full uh, detail, would you share with us who you are in conjunction to Freedom to Marry and the Southerners Freedom to Marry campaign? Sure. So um, I joined Freedom to Marry. Um, I'm actually an Okie, so I'm from Oklahoma. I've been on staff with Freedom to Marry for a little over a year now. I'm still based in Oklahoma, uh, but I run the Southerners for the Freedom to Marry program. So that's a program uh, of a national organization, and the uh, Southerners project is really focused on basically everything south of West Virginia um, over to um, Oklahoma and Texas, so that whole uh, southeastern section of the United States where we really are seeing um, some frontline needs um, as these states uh, get uh, ready for day one of marriages to happen. Um, hopefully, just in a couple of months, if uh, things work out well for us at the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. And then there was silence. Don't you just? Yeah, love no, those right? <laughs> And you know what, Jazz, I was getting ready to say something, but I wanted to uh, give you an allowance to say something if you were about to say something behind her. No, go right but, ahead. Go right 
Yes. So, Amanda, for um, Southerners Freedom to Marry, can you share with us how that campaign came about and what it means in regards to the Freedom to Marry um, organization? Uh, how the Southerner strategy came about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the national strategy for us to win marriage for, um, you know, everybody in the United States has always been focused um, on a victory at the U.S. Supreme Court. But we knew um, in order for that to happen that we were going to have to see um, polling in favor of marriage in the 60s and at least uh, 30 states who um, were supporting the freedom to marry before we got to the Supreme Court. Um, and typically the most unexpected you know, messengers of um, supporting marriage are evangelicals or conservatives. And when you start thinking about those buckets, of folks, you automatically think of the South, and the South um, has this history and legacy of being defiant, and we said, look, like, we live, we, gay and lesbian couples, live all over this country. It's just a matter of telling our stories and really amplifying why marriage matters to us, and we'll see states come along, and in October, you saw um, states in the South, um, getting the freedom to marry, like Oklahoma, um, you know, the buckle of the Bible belt. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was October 7th, the day after we got married, was pretty much just the same as October 6th, except, you know, several couples were able to get married on October 6th. So, you know, it, the sky didn't fall. Um, you know, the opposition uses a lot of fear tactics and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, uh, some folks got married and got to celebrate and eat some cake with their family and friends and make that really important commitment to each other. And um, that's why we really focused on the southern states and said, you know, look, it's it's no different here in the south than it is in the north. Our families are no different. Exactly. Absolutely. And you you know what I find so, and I think, you know, we can have this conversation once everything is passed and, you know, from year, years and years and years, we will all look back and go, why was this such a big deal? Why were we put in, in a boat to make us be so abnormal? Um, you know, and, and, and in, a sense, in a sense, we're not normal because we have to fight or we have to push through, or we have to rally. Everything has to become, you know, this big in your face when we just want to be everyday people going to the public's grocery store and, you know, buying lunch meat and going to soccer games, you know, and all of those things that are everybody else's normal. But, you know, in essence, for lack of better understanding, this issue has become such an issue becomes such a, if you guys get married, it's going to destroy the entire universe, the entire structure of how we live, see, breathe, and do. And and it's so just not. Like, it's beautiful when we have those celebratory days of marriage. It's beautiful when we eat cake and our kids, you know, walk down with us and the dogs have on the little, you know, tuxedo ties. It's, it's, It's all great, but it's after that wears off, it's just like everybody else. Yeah, I think that's exactly, you know, of course that's right. Um, and I think, you know, what the opposition has said um, is that we're seeking to redefine marriage, and we're not seeking to redefine marriage. We're seeking to join marriage. We're seeking exactly. to, um, you know, make a public commitment to the person who's the most precious to us 
and take responsibility for each other. And I don't think that, um, you know, anybody should object to that. Um, you know, I, I was raised with the golden rule that you treat others the way that you want to be treated. And once yeah, folks, you know, are on their journey and come to understand that, we see um, that the opposition goes down. Um, in every state that has the freedom to marry, um, who has seen the freedom to marry um, become the law of the land in their states, we also see support for the freedom to marry rise in the in the public polling because it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we thought it's basically a boogeyman. You know, we thought it was this big problem, but actually it's really not that big of a deal. Sue and Jane are just married now. They've already been living with each other for 25 years, but now they're married. 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I remember, you know, years ago when – when all of the the ugly names and titles of being a lesbian or or being a a gay man were just the known conversation, but they knew that you know you lived together, they knew you were a couple. Okay. It's just it's not talked about you don't you don't you know discuss it. It's almost as if I see it, but I don't see it, and then the moment you say the word marriage, people become so fearful. Once again, like I said earlier, that you're going to take something away from them when it, in fact, adds to community involvement, adds to the stability of our children um, being accepted and loving themselves and their family. It adds to our society, whereas so many people fear that it's going to be something taken away. That thing that you don't know because you haven't taken the time to get to know us individually or as a couple and and that we do just everyday stuff, you're so mm-hmm. fearful, and fear is what divides, right. and it, what and it, it is what has us at this place of having to go to our courts and demand our rights, demand our freedom to marry. Um, so you know we are so proud. We even started this campaign. A lot of people, you know are aware, and then there's a whole lot more that are not aware. And so I remember when we were, as I stated earlier, we were driving to D.C., and it came from Mayor Kasim Reed and Evan Wolfson and uh, some people from Georgia Equality and some other activist groups and Love Under Fire and Betty Covington, and I can go on, the list goes on and on. But when they had the press conference and they were talking about our congressmen, and they were talking about mayors from all over several southern states saying, yes. okay, we need to do something. Um, it's not here. It's it's not legal here, but we've got to start. We have to initiate equality. And many, as even Kasim Reed, Mayor Kasim Reed, you know, didn't have that growing up viewpoint like most of us did it in the South of it being okay. Um, it was that you're going to hell and, you know, the Bible says this, this, and this. And so we all have to come to that growing up moment of recognizing when something is, it doesn't feel right, it, does, it doesn't sit well for humanity, especially if you're in leadership, you have to change. And so when, when they had the conference and said, okay, we are supporting the beginning process, meaning if you want, you know, the the whole push, and you can talk about this, the whole push of the mayors joining together was to say, at least let's start recognizing marriages from other states in our state. Exactly. You know, if it comes if it comes back to Georgia, we we need to at least say, yeah, that's okay. 
and um, just, you know, he went on to tell about things that they were doing from the higher level. And, and our question from a media point of view, as well as being a couple, was what can we do? The lay people on the streets, the neighbors, you know, the people that are joining for dinner, what can we do? And and the question came back and the statement came back, tell your story. And that's yeah. how the May Day campaign got started was to tell people who wanted to get married to do something, something, no matter how small you think that something is. This small May Day Georgia Equality campaign went from Georgia, went from Atlanta to McDonough to Savannah yeah. to Stone Mountain to Decatur to, you know, other states, Florida asking us yeah. to come to Florida, Kentucky, you know, it just went campfire, and then all of a sudden we look up and there's an article in the U.K. Mm-hmm. about this right. little bitty May Day equality saying, yet again, here's another group of people that are saying we have a right. And so, you know, we appreciated the mayors and Congressman Lewis and, you know, I mean, just we can name on on and on and on, but I wanted you to talk a bit about how the mayor's involvement and their stance and our leadership, how it you know just blazed and, and took over. Yeah, and I think that you know what came before that was a really hard lesson learned by our movement. Um, after we took some some tough losses, uh, we kind of sat down and looked around and said, "What are we doing wrong?" And when we got some of the polling back, when people were polled and were asked, why do you get married? People would say, mm-hmm. oh, because of love and commitment. And when they were asked, well, why would a gay or a lesbian person get married? They said, because of rights and benefits. And that's when mm-hmm. our movement had this sort of like head slap moment of like, oh, we've been talking about the wrong thing. Like, we need to be talking about the love and the commitment that is just the same is anybody else's relationship and sort of get mm-hmm. out of the conversation about health insurance and tax penalties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when we start having the conversation on the terms of like, hey, I just want to grow old with this person and know mm-hmm. that they're going to be home at the end of the day and I can rest my head next to somebody I feel safe with, um, that's when we started seeing political leadership around this because right. people really started – to ramp up um, the capacity around these campaigns because it was just so obvious. People could relate to it. Um, Mm -hmm. And the way that mayors are really helpful is just in getting another public face out into uh, the conversation and just really strong um, ally messages, right, to people who aren't Mm -hmm. gay or lesbian themselves, but saying, like, look, I've got – you know, a lot on the line here politically, but I'm going to use that uh, political capital in a way to be to be brave and to stand with uh, my gay and lesbian constituents and say that their relationship should be respected in the same way that my relationship is respected. And I think that that just shows the entire evolution that the country's been on. You know, this whole country is mm-hmm. a journey, and we've seen that through um, the increasing public support So I think that the mayor's campaign just reflects that. And the mayors also help us reach out to other folks. You know, it's not just a stagnant list of mayors who show up to press conferences here. Right. 
work behind the scenes and really help us, you know, grease the wheels on some really important things, whether that's conversations with congressional leaders or, you know, whomever it may be, a business person, a big corporation that's based in their city, whatever that is, whoever needs to have the conversation next, you know, it's also about that mayor telling their story um, to the the next person down the line who needs to, to hear why marriage matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you too, Amanda. This is Sunny. For you know, for some of so for someone um, that's living, for instance, in the state of Alabama, um, where the freedom to marry has had an opportunity to pass through the state, um, and you're still up against a lot of opposition from you know from the um, city or from the counties or you know, some of the systems that are set up in which these couples should be able to freely go and, you know, um, have the opportunities to get married. Um, are you guys, especially because of you being the campaign manager on the Southern Freedom to Marry, are you guys getting a lot of um, feedback from couples on the ground in Alabama reaching out to you guys for assistance to help to overcome or, de- you know, deal with the ordeal of how they're being treated? Yeah, um, I was on the ground in um, in Birmingham on day one of marriage, and uh, you know, in that time when the windows were open, over 500 couples got married across the state of Alabama. Um, so the the need for marriage is now, and the, it's an idea whose time has come. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, some fringe elements who happen to be in positions of power are choosing to be defiant, which is, um, you know, something that will be overcome. Unfortunately, it does take litigation. Um, so we've seen a class action lawsuit filed by the National Center for Lesbian Rights on behalf of every um, same-sex couple who wants to marry in Alabama so that we can see a resolution um, to, to that situation in Alabama. We've also seen legislation just this week introduced in that state that would take, uh, that would get rid of marriage licensing altogether in the state. And it would say that um, marriage is just a contract. Um, It's done by uh, two private individuals um, outside Mm -hmm. of the state agency. Um, And then that contract is witnessed by two other individuals. The contract is then brought to the probate judge. So it's the probate judge that's sort of a credentialing authority in Alabama. So you would take that Mm -hmm. marriage contract you put it on file with the probate judge, you give them $75, and then, boom, you're married. Um, so that's that's where Alabama is right now in their journey. What I think is really interesting about this whole thing is no matter where you are, opposed or uh, supportive of marriage, everybody is straining to stay in relationship with each other. Um, and that's where I do the crux of my work is, you know, the people who maybe they say, um, I think you should have some sort of recognition, but I don't know if you should 100% have marriage. Well, you know, digging in um, deep into them about my relationship and why I want to get married to my fiancé in September and just sharing from my heart about that, um, that's, that's where we are and that's where Alabama is and that's why um, when marriage was won in Alabama. We worked uh, really closely with Equality Alabama and continue to do so so that they can keep having those conversations. And on that note, um, Evan's actually going to be, uh, Evan Wolfson, our founder, will be um, 
talking about Alabama and then our um, uh, state uh, state director. So a couple of levels above me, Richard will be in uh, Mobile, Alabama for a town hall meeting on uh, May 27th to sort of talk about this uh, unfortunate situation where Alabama has kind of had a red light, green light on marriage um, and talk about what that resolution um, is going to look like in the coming months. Awesome. I am so and, – and those dates again were, did you say May 27th? May 27th in Mobile. Okay, for a town hall meeting. Okay, we'll make sure that we put that out okay. so that people, you know, and that may be something that we would even um, want to try to make ourselves, you know, be impressed. But because, I mean, they're so right. connected to Georgia, and it's just important, you know, when we went to Savannah, and we had someone call us from Savannah to say, please, can you come to Columbus, Georgia? Please, can you come to Augusta? Because we're forgotten about. We don't have the support. We don't have the sister and brotherhood um, on a day-to-day basis. And it's just so important that we support each other, allies included, that people know that you're not out here by yourself. Even when, you know, as Alabama, as the state is, is supposed to follow those laws and and you know, govern well, they don't always do it. So it's important that, you know, we drive or we fly to those other states to show our support. Absolutely. And that's why uh, Freedom to Marry works very closely with the campaign through Southern Equality, which is based in Asheville, North Carolina. And we've hosted um, town hall meetings in Kentucky and Tennessee. We'll be going to Mississippi. Mississippi, um, both to Jackson and Hattiesburg in May, and then we're going to Mobile on May 27th. So I think you're absolutely right that, you know, this is about having the conversation in the communities that we call home. Exactly. Amanda, thank you so much. I know we're um, getting ready to be queued in for, I'm jumping the gun before I'm I'm queued in. She'll turn the music on and the sound sound audio person is like, uh, let me just let you know, you need to stop talking. I'll get in good, Amanda. We were having a great conversation here. <laughs> I know, like, let's go to a quick commercial break. Um, oh. And uh, we'll be right back on Loudmouth Radio. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Hi, my name is Carolyn McKenzie. I'm founder and president of Mental Health in the African American Community. Suicide claims about 40,000 lives every year in the United States. Traditionally, African Americans have felt that suicide wasn't as much of a problem as it is in other communities. However, a pattern has emerged among African Americans that could contradict reports of low suicide rates among blacks. Mental Health in the African American Community is a national nonprofit organization based in Stockbridge, Georgia. I started this agency because my niece had a mental breakdown and stabbed me and killed herself. We are doing something. Every Monday night, we have an open discussion called Let's Talk About It. Please come check us out at 125 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 121B in Stockbridge, Georgia. For more information, call 770-873-4496. That's 770-873-4496. Or visit our website, mhiaac.org, mhiaac.org. Awesome. We're back at Live Mouth Radio. And tonight we're on the premiere show and the broadcast of Pride Not Prejudice, the LGBTQ show that's uplifted and empowering all things LGBTQ. Today we're also celebrating our one-year anniversary of Live Mouth Radio's Marriage Equality Campaign, 
Mayday Equality that was launched in the state of Georgia by no other than your own Sonny and Jazzy Jones Smith. Um, not even 45 days after we actually trekked to D.C. from our home state of Georgia to get married mm-hmm. and um, just wanted to say, you know what, we have to stand uh, on our own ground and our own soil and say, look, we would like to be able to look each other in the eye and say that we live in a state that recognizes us where we pay taxes and homeowners insurance and drive our vehicles and yes <laughs> buy our and groceries. have our friends and have our dogs and our family and and all yes. of the things that we do on a regular everyday ordinary basis yeah we we wanted to be able to do that and and we still do i i wanted to say and i know i cut you off cuz i do that sometimes and i love you for allowing me um but i wanted to say something about how difficult it is. I don't think people realize, and Amanda, I know you can, you know, testify to this. I don't think people realize how very challenging it is to do this type of work, to stand up. And you guys do way more than we do on just this issue and issues like it. But to travel from city to city, to travel from state to state, to stay up late, late, sometimes getting one, two, maybe three hours. You're doing wonderful if you get four hours of sleep because you have a press conference, because you have another couple that's called and said, you know, we're facing this. I really don't think, you know, because people people see what's happening right now, and then in two weeks is something else. And so they forget that while it may have died down, you're still on the battlefield until it comes back up into front view. So I wanted to, you know, ask you because, you know, Sunny and I, we work together, play together, live together. Everything we do primarily really is together. But for many people who are not working on the same project in the same, you know, field, how is it, um, how does it affect you and your relationship when you know some some of those days it's not so great to be, you know, smiling about marriage when you just had an argument about you being gone so much or doing so much. So, you know, how do you face the real topics of the marriage face to the public and and to your to your own family? Well, um, I'm very very blessed with a super supportive partner um so she she really digs the work that i do and and gets it you know we were we were living in denver uh when freedom to marry recruited me to come back to oklahoma we're both from oklahoma and do the work here and Mm -hmm. uh you know it was basically a sense of like okay it's time to go home you know like Mm -hmm. when at home you know it's time for us to be there um now that being said we do have a few uh kind of Coping mechanisms is a way to think about it. So uh, we talk to each other every night, um, and I have her nickname is Sharky. So I have a <laughs> shark that um, travels the country with me. So um, Sharky has gotten donuts in New York City when I'm out there for staff retreats, and yeah, he goes and yeah. has you know, barbecue in Atlanta when I'm in Atlanta, and um, he's been all over the South. He's heading to Mississippi in a couple of weeks, and, uh, you know, it's just a a fun way to know that um, she's always with me and um, 
it always makes coming home even more sweet um, when I get to see mm-hmm. her and, and know that we get to legally get married in our home state in September. That's oh, pretty cool. Oh, so this September you do? Yep, this September. <gasps> oh, I got chills. I'm such a sucker for a wedding. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool deal because uh, you know our 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 families are huge. They're all here in Oklahoma. Um, both of our granddads are still alive, and they get to uh, attend our wedding inside of a church in Oklahoma, which are things I never thought I would say when uh, the marriage um, discrimination ban passed in in Oklahoma in 2004. Wow, you know I think. One of the things that we hear a lot, um, besides what I just asked you, is how do we deal with it? How and and we do as well. We're best friends, number one, and I think really that is a foundational um, pivot point of of any marriage. I've been married before and realized at some point, wow, I didn't I didn't too much like my partners pro- <laughs> previously, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but I had to oh, learn man, how to like me in order to. No, it's true. I had to learn how to like myself enough to like someone else and then to, to form a good friendship so that I would have a good love and not having a good marriage. And I'm saying that for purpose because people think you're just out here rallying just to get married. And if you don't want, number one, if you don't want to get married, don't. And if you're not really taking the marriage part of the wedding and the and the um, hype of the moment or the movement. You know, we all walk around saying being on the right side of history. Well, that's wonderful, cliched, mm-hmm. but then you have to still deal with everyday stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, so it's important that we, and, and I've kind of shifted in the last few months of saying, I want to talk about good, healthy marriages, the, you know, the right to be in a good, healthy marriage, the wanting to have your marriage work and be a long-lasting um, progression is important just as, as much as it is for me to be able to have the right to just, you know, casually go down and get married. So I'm always excited when I hear those type of things, Amanda, that you take the initiative um, to support each other in every day. Um, and then being an events and wedding planner, always excited about weddings. We're actually launching off of May Day Equality, um, and we did May Day Georgia Equality because we're in Georgia, but because we are concentrated on equality for all people, uh, depending on where we are, we'll do a May Day Equality in Florida or Oklahoma or wherever we need to be to lend our support. And so we're right. actually having a mass wedding cel- uh, ceremony in Florida since Florida, our neighbors, have just passed – um, in January, and giving everybody the same rights, we will have a mass wedding ceremony for LGBTQ couples June 27th out in the park overlooking the ocean. And so we're really excited to to be able to offer that. And if anybody is interested, let me plug that. Um, please email us at loudmouthradio at gmail.com. And that's, again, loudmouth with two Ds, radio at gmail.com. So we can celebrate together our love, Absolutely. our excitement, you know, our journeys together um, in a state. And in states, we're so supportive of all of the states that are saying, what are we, crazy? Let's let's do the right thing. 
So congratulations. Oh, yeah, honey, I'm sorry. Um, no, Amanda, I'm... with... Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Have you, have, have you guys had an opportunity to... Um, Jazz and I, were, I guess over the last few weeks, we've been seeing some really good things in, in regards to uh, the anticipation of the hearing going to the Supreme Court. Um, we have been, you know, looking at some of the uh, important things that have become favorable with Freedom to Marry, pushing and forging ahead, which, of course, we spoke about the mayors. Um, and I'm actually going to, sh- you know, share this. By by reason of freedom to marry dot org, the beloved website. Um, you know, there's over 200 mayors, 226 mayors out of 40 different cities that are in support of um, in favor of marriage equality and marriage of uh, the freedom to marry to pass. And um, over 2,000 clergy and faith leaders um, that are in favor of civil marriage. Over 400 businesses, and these are major. American companies, including 40 of the Fortune 100 companies, have signed briefings to make the business case for marriage equality. And as you can see, over the last few months, you know, with the state of Indiana um, having different uh, companies and different small businesses reacting uh, to couples trying to exercise their rights in those areas. And also um, there's even been some cases where some Republicans and conservatives have also stepped up to say that um, marriage is strengthened and is of value to the society and family should have the ability and the um, accessibility to get married. So with um, SCOTUS uh, having this, uh, this oral argument on the 28th of April, which is a very highly anticipated um, step that everyone had been having their eyes on, what should we expect coming up in June of 2015 with the Supreme Court, um, you know, looking at the circumstances in those states that were brought forth. Could you share with us the states that were brought forth with those oral arguments with the Supreme Court this past week as well? Yeah, so I think that, um, you know, we're feeling very, very hopeful after listening to the oral arguments. Uh, Of course, we want to caution ourselves anytime we uh, project what uh, Supreme Mm -hmm. Court justices are doing or why they might be asking certain questions or saying certain things. Um, But, you know, outside of that, let's just set that aside. You know, let's just consider the the work of the movement, you know, since we won marriage in Massachusetts. Um, America's been primed and it's ready uh, for marriage across across the entire country. You know, right now there's already 37 states who... um, where couples can get married, we have over 60% support. Um, And I think that, you know, the point that you make about conservatives is a really interesting one because we just um, launched a list in Texas of over 200 conservatives who support marriage, including uh, 15 sort of grass tops or bold-faced names, which include uh, the founder of the Susan G. Komen Foundation. So what we've seen in the past 10 years is this sort of wedge issue that we saw in 2004 has lost its edge. It's um, something that uh, marriage is something that the Democratic Party now fully supports. We saw President Obama uh, evolve on that, and now um, everybody stands uh, with us on um, supporting the freedom to marry, and it's the Republicans who are kind of doing this little waltz and twisting themselves in knots about 
you know, oh, you know, what exactly the kind of rhetoric will work. Um, and I think that that just underscores uh, that the country's ready for a positive resolution um, in, in favor of the freedom to marry. Absolutely. I, I want to say, too, um, just overall, I think that there's been a shed of light, um, you know, from a media perspective. Uh, Jazzy had actually shared, we have a, a Facebook page, Made Equality, um, which is an extension of our campaign. Um, but many many companies, like, for instance, Wells Fargo, um, has a new ad um, that's showcasing a same-sex couple, a, a female same-sex couple, as well as Macy's. And what was the other one, Jazzy, we said? It was Tiffany. I think Tiffany. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what do you feel, Amanda, um, to see major corporations, especially uh, Wells Fargo, because I believe this is the first national ad campaign, and um, this is the first time a U.S. banking um, bank institute has uh, stepped forth to create a, um, a advertisement piece, specifically um, branding towards the LGBTQ community. What do you what what do you feel that that effort um, of, you know, what Freedom to Marry and so many organizations have done to get to this point that we're having things like this to take place on the forefront? Well, yeah, I think that, um, you know, the the entire conversation around um, gay and lesbian folks actually, uh, if you really unpack it, um, started back with the AIDS movement uh, when we saw the AIDS epidemic. Um, the American public really got to see uh, our relationships and how discrimination could hurt our families. Now, granted, it's uh, we've had to have long conversations um, since that moment, but that's really when people got to see critical harm because we were talking about death. Um, to now we're having light ads, you know, Ellen DeGeneres comes out, uh, mm-hmm. there's talk about marriage equality on the Golden Girls of all things, you know, <laughs> and just this evolution. Well, it's, it's cool and cool Remember yeah, when she like, said, I think I'm gay. That was so hilarious. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Sophia. Um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, it's something that, you know, people have just gotten used to and now... Um, people are seeing, corporations are clearly seeing that uh, being uh, inclusive and embracing diversity is actually good for their bottom line. Um, it just uh, helps, you know, their their corporate image uh, to be to be blunt about it. Um, but I, yeah, I think it definitely um, shows that that the country has has had that conversation. You know, we've also seen marriage come to. North Carolina and South Carolina, in addition mm-hmm. to Florida and Alabama and Oklahoma, um, so really "quote unquote" unexpected places, and you know the world kept turning. Well, you Absolutely. know we have uh, two friends. We don't know if if you're familiar with them, Amanda, but hopefully you are because they're doing a phenomenal job with their children of activism going all around the world, and that's Casey and Shawanda. Um, Nixon, and so they are going from state to state getting married everywhere, that they can legally get married, and then still coming back to Georgia going, Georgia, look, look at all of the money that we can spend, look at all of the trips that we can take, because we have to, 
not because we want to. We live here. We are raising our children here in the state of Georgia, and we want to be able to um, get married in our state. And they're going to also renew their vows once yet again in Florida with us during the um, during the ceremony. But it's you know it's companies. We have another friend of ours who um, also taken taken part in the uh, mass wedding ceremony, got married in New York many years ago, but having to get married in the state of Florida because of of laws that are not uh, allowing the marriages to be recognized. And so even in the states that are are saying, okay, it's okay for you too, if you don't live there, you're not going to be recognized as marriage. So it's a long, a long process, but there are organizations, there are companies um, that are stepping up to the plate. Marriott is doing a fantastic job. Delta is doing a fantastic job yeah. at protecting their LGBTQ employees, their families, and extending it out into the community to be involved and, you know, and to have things that are important in the community put out there. I think it is amazing when we just drop all of the have-to-be difference and just have inclusive inclusive attitudes about humanity and you know I, and I know we're we're at our time and, and you've been absolutely fantastic at you know answering all of our casual but important questions and I just think it's so great when you have organizations that were founded you know by such a great leader as Evan Wilson and um, you being a part and just rising up when somebody says hey we need you and you and your partner making the decision that yet yeah, the time is now. You know, definitely different people who are taking the stance and taking the time and the money because it does cost and we do need to donate where we can um, because it costs to run media ads. It costs to run campaigns. It, it, it costs to drive around the towns just to get the word out. So definitely we all want to do our part at donating time, money, resources and efforts to supporting you and and the wonderful work that you guys are doing there so tell us how we can do that and how if you need extra volunteers what we can do to get in touch with you yeah absolutely um thank you for that i would say uh folks who are interested in uh freedom to marry should visit our website that's www.freedomtomarry.org um, on there, you'll see a link to donate. Um, also, we were talking about hashtags at the start of the program. We have a hashtag, so it's a hashtag love must win. And we're really encouraging people to continue uh, sharing their stories. And that's the other really important part of these PR campaigns by like a Wells Fargo. It starts conversations at kitchen tables that wouldn't have happened otherwise. And we know that the reason why we are poised to win potentially at the Supreme Court is because hundreds of thousands, if not millions of conversations have happened at kitchen tables and Americans have changed their hearts and minds and are ready for all of their neighbors to be able to get married. Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I was going to say too, with with us looking at uh, the last few months, of um, the momentum, I believe, uh, was it Alabama? Was that Alabama? Was that the last state that passed, Amanda? Yes. Yes, okay. there were 37. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, now Texas is still in limbo right now, right? Right. Okay. So is it fair to say, and this is my own general question, and maybe this is a question some other people may have, and and I know you you need to go ahead and go, but um, with the Supreme Court hearing these four states that was just reviewed, states like Texas or even Georgia, um, primarily, is it safe to say that we really may not hear anything from other states or see any other movement until uh, around that time in June when the Supreme Court may come back with response to the hearing that was done on the 28th of April? That's right. So um, the states that are under consideration that could set a national precedent, which is what we're hoping for. So there were cases from Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Now there is a pending case in the Fifth Circuit. That's Texas, Louisiana, and um, Arkansas, I believe. I could be wrong. I'm not an attorney. Don't quote me. But, yeah, um, Texas, Louisiana, you know, sort of that southern cohort is um, that case is pending before the Fifth Circuit. We don't anticipate that the Fifth Circuit issues a decision before the Supreme Court issues a decision. Uh, Typically, once uh, something is under consideration by the Supreme Court, the the federal Mm -hmm. courts and the district courts, circuit courts will kind of hold off and wait and see uh, what the Supreme Court ends up doing. Um, but I think that we could very easily see a 50-state resolution within um, and within time for the Pride season this summer. So it would be a really great Pride. Oh, my God. You know what's so hilarious? When we uh, said, what can we do this year to celebrate um, May Day, of course we wanted to do our show, but then when we said, well, let's do the mass um, wedding ceremony, <laughs> and we're doing it the same weekend of St. Pete Pride. And so we uh, just wanted to be able to have something small, intimate, but nice, and then go celebrate in the parade and just have a great time and we all be together and it just be like one great big old reception. Not even realizing at the time that, you know, once the court has the oral hearing that they're probably going to give the verdict in June, I said if they come out with the verdict the weekend of Pride, of us doing the ceremony, Oh my God! What his right. oh, that crazy. Right. It'll be crazy. crazy. And I misspoke right. earlier. The Fifth Circuit is Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas. Sorry. I thought it was Mississippi. Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas. But I'm, you know, I'm sure that the Supreme Court justices are not determining <laughs> their timing based on our Pride season. But it'll be a nice. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, somebody gave them a tip. Somebody said, "Listen." You guys yeah. want to go down in history? Let me tell you when to get that verdict out. Yeah, I'm going to be right about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We, have, we, will, we will be so excited if that takes place because of our event, but definitely we'll be excited because, you know, doing Pride, the first Pride that I ever went to, um, I didn't know what to expect. And, and you know, I'm like, okay, you know, is there going to be some crazy things happening? Are we going to be tear gassed from people who oppose or what? And it was the best place and time that I had ever had. And I'm coming from this very strict, religious, strong Christian, Southern Christian family and um, uh-huh. just surroundings. And so I remember leaving where everybody just loved everybody, everybody just hugged everybody. And it was just such a very great time. You saw families, white, black, Asian, Korean, Indian. I mean, it just was this hodgepodge of beautiful, loving, and accepting of each other 
place. And I left and I called somebody and said, boy, if the Christians could just be like gay people. (laughs) And, And that was my... That was my thought at the time. Of course, now I've since learned it's, it's so many Christian, gay Christians, but, you know, for what people would deem Christianity and the separation just because you identify one way or the other that you don't love God, and that's so far from the case now. But just doing pride to have that verdict come out would be incredible, absolutely. Yeah, what I would say to to our folks is uh, don't make assumptions about people. You know, people will surprise you with their support. The Mm -hmm. woman who performed the first uh, marriages in Oklahoma history was a uh, is a uh, associate minister. She's a registered Republican. Um, You know, she has the unexpected background, Um, but you know, uh, she's a UCC minister, and to her, you know. God is still speaking, and love is love, and it's sacred, and it's important to recognize. And to, for her, her religious freedom is being able to marry two of her congregants who may happen to be two men or two women or whatever. Um, so I think it's just really great that she's, you know, able to exercise her religious freedom by marrying people in her congregation. Exactly. Oh, wonderful, great. wonderful. Amanda, you are great. You have to come on just hang with us. <laughs> I'd love to. Is that just I know, right? this is, this is I know we, we... Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, we're okay. all here. We're all here. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, no, anytime definitely that you want to come on the show and or if you want to call us and say, hey, I got some good news or I have some, you know, something I want to say, definitely hit us up. We're always open and available because we love to give people good information and we love people to feel good and be educated. Excellent. Well, I hope that we'll have some good news at the end of June. Definitely. And congratulations if we don't speak with you for September. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. Guys, Amanda Snipes, Southern Freedom to Mary, our guest tonight for freedomtomarry.org. Make sure you stay connected with them um, online at freedomtomarry.org. And thank you again, Amanda, for being a guest tonight. You have been awesome, and we really appreciate all the detailed information you've provided to us and our listeners. And um, we're going to actually take a quick commercial break, and we shall return and talk about a little bit more about May Day and this awesome LGBTQ mass wedding ceremony and other things to come on Pride Not Prejudice, Uplifting and Empowering All Things LGBTQ. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.
taking the cake, so let's make it. I'm taking the game, the game's mine. Y'all witness the change, it's my time. Yeah, I'm new to the game, but y'all might want to say your whack rap, stay light, save the time. I can dance, homie, I don't do that. Y'all looking at something like the truth, yeah. A girl told me that a man that can dance might could possibly get down with the tools in his pants. Now I'm a lady, let me see it vibrate. And when it's over, you ain't gonna need your bow. I'm a pro, make you bend your back low, then the pound of real bad to like the percolate. Oh yeah, we jamming over here on Loud Mouth Radio, guys. Wobbling and everything. Yes, yes, yes. Prize, our prejudice, guys. It is all good tonight. Is the be proud to wobble. Be proud. I mean, yes, back, back. I, oh, I, I'm not gonna go there. Pride, <laughs> not prejudice. We are live on Loud Mouth Radio, uplifting and empowering all things LGBTQ, and we're celebrating. Our one-year anniversary of May Day Georgia Equality, as we say, hashtag May Day GA Equality in the state of Georgia, as well as equality for all people. Not only we yeah. celebrating our one-year anniversary, uh, Jazz, but also a year ago this 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 past year um, in Savannah, we actually went from uh, going to the courthouse steps in, in uh, Henry County, which is the area we're in, uh, to apply for our marriage license. To be denied. To be denied. I love that. Yeah, to be denied. And making (laughs) our way down to our invited um, uh, gay pride celebration that Mm -hmm. was uh, in Tybee Island. Their first uh, Tybee Island official parade and um, kickoff to Savannah's Pride. Yes, and it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, we had the best time. We we went on a whirlwind of travel from D.C., Martha's Vineyard, back North Carolina, May Day Equality Campaign in Georgia, straight to Savannah and Tybee Island to march in the parade, holding up our Southerners already for marriage. And um, it's time for marriage in the South posters. And then on the back side, we had our picture of our wedding. Um which we have an amazing picture that was taken by by um Diva Blue photography and that picture has just become the um activist picture of the year to us and to people that recognize that they recognize that picture as being a May Day equality and marriages it's just time for marriage. And so in Tybee Island we're walking down the street and people are screaming when they see it's time for marriage in the South. And then, you know, Sonny would hold up one side with the picture and then she'd flip it to the words and then I'd hold up one side with the words and flip it to the picture. So on both sides of the parade in Taipei Island, people were able to see that we were really rallying rallying for marriage yes. equality. <laughs> oh, my God, that was a tongue twister. But it was such a receptive space, and people were running and taking pictures with the sign and the postage. So, you know, for uh, Freedom to Marry, they really did a great job with with the imagery, with the wording, um, Georgia Equality and Equality all over, all over the states have done a great, great job with just putting out signs and posters and imaging 
that people recognize and identify that this is about marriage equality. So we salute Tybee Island. We hate so much that we were not able to be a part of the event today. This is the kickoff night. And so they're going to be over there by Marlon Monroe's. And just in case you guys oh, have yes. never eaten, I have an idea we are plugging. I, I want to tell it, yes. <laughs> we and, and, are and plugging. Yes, the Tybee Rainbow Fest is the official name. And if you want more info, go to GayTybeeIsland.com. And today, which is May 1st, uh, matter, matter of fact, right now, they're going into the second tier. Like Jazzy said, they had a happy hour oh. at Coco Sunset Grill. And from there, the kickoff party started at 630 at North Beach Grill. And at 10 o'clock, there's an after party. So, Jazzy, we'll make it for that. But um, Yeah, we're going to get on the road. I'm just letting you know we're going to probably get a state trooper to um, bring us on in because we want to get there in like two and a half hours. So we'll have to. We're not doing that. That is not we have a have a trooper um, <laughs> <laughs> But guys, I'm going to tell you the the best thing about it tomorrow. You have the opportunity the full day to get involved. 10 a.m. Um, they're having a beach meetup in front of Marilyn Monroe's, which is uh, what, oh one God. of the places, one of our favorite eateries on Tybee Island, as Jazzy yes. mentioned. The best and they're I having, love. Anyway. Yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, so there's a beach meetup. There's a Tybee tour of homes uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And from 3 to 5, the second annual Robert Harper Tybee Rainbow Fest Parade takes place. We were honored to be a part of the parade and was requested to walk in the parade last year for the first annual Robert Harper Tate Tidy, uh Rainbow Fest Parade. So this mm-hmm. year is the second year. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. It if was incredible. Savannah, yes, my suggestion, if you have never been to Savannah or Tybee Island, this is the perfect time to make a skate away because it is not extremely hot and the sun is not bearing down on your face like it will be in June, July, August. So if you can, put a little gas in the car. For all our people in, in, in the Atlanta metro area, it's nothing but a few hours away. Hit mm-hmm. uh, 75 to 16 and get on down there. If you're in the surrounding areas, if you're in Jacksonville, you're only an hour and a half away, come up 95 and make your way in. And if you're in any other areas in the surrounding area, try to make your way down that way because they have a full festivity from tonight all the way to May 3rd, uh, which is Sunday. They it's will Sunday. be partying mm-hmm. like rock stars. Yes. And the beach is there, and it's fun, and everything is, is, you know what, they did a great job. Let me just put it out there. They did a great job at, you know, mm-hmm. curbing some of the negativity that always comes through every pride. Everybody's not happy, as um, we have found out. <laughs> um, everybody's not happy about your decision to get married, your um, decision to love who you love or raise a family or just be who you are. Period. I don't care if you're gay or not gay, but definitely being gay. They definitely, everybody's not happy, but they did an amazing job just being the great people that they are in the South and doing a good job with the parade, bringing in so many of the local businesses and people that are just playing fun. The um, activities brought about people from all over. And guess what? On Sunday, then they have a cleanup. So they they trash the place, and then all of the people around there that came in, well, not all, but the majority, came right back out and said, we'll help you clean it up, you know, because yes. you want to leave the space as beautiful as you found it, especially if you want to be invited back. That's like going to somebody's house and you trash in the house and then call and say, hey, can we come back next year? No, you can't come back no, next uh, year. No, 
So okay. uh, they that did a good job for us. Sunday is going to be a cleanup and just kind of get together and, and hug and make good. We made some great friends last year. Yes, we, we had, um, and I just want to mention some of the um, couples that we had when we called um, on different churches and organizations near and far and said, listen, this is what we want to do with May Day Equality. And I don't think we really explained it. We asked couples that wanted to get married to go to their local county clerk's office, to their courts, and to apply for marriages. We knew that in that process of civil dif- disobedience, because in these states, marriage is between a man and a woman, we knew that we were going to be denied, but the denial was to bring about attention to um, marriage equality and to say to our state elected officials, all of these couples want to get married. Pay attention. It is not just one or two people. And when you have over 20,000 people in a state that uh, self-identify as LGBTQ, you want to be able to say, wow, this is enough people that we really need to pay attention to. So we called upon a church here, RIM um, Church with Pastor Sonia, um, who allowed us to go and have a meetings so that we could speak to the congregation. Several members, even um, some members from Tabernacle Church, um, came over. Uh, Pastor Kevin and his husband, Raymond, came over. And several of members from other churches joined that here in the local mm-hmm, area. Absolutely. But then in Savannah, we had Agape Ministries, Empowerment Ministries, that said, we will come 100 And when I tell you that church rallied together, came together, made signs, straight allies included. Miss Betsy was one of the main straight allies that said, I'm going to give you money. I'm going to give you my voice. I'm going to give you my physical presence. I'm going to be there with a sign. I'm going to do whatever I need to do because love is love. And um, so Pastor Erica Hartnett and as well as, not Pastor Erica, Pastor Candace Hartnett and um, Elder Erica Hartnett, um, they came together with their congregation and just did an amazing job showing up to the courthouse and they caught flack. Let me tell you, they caught the biggest flack out of all of the couples that we interviewed. We asked them to send in their Twitter um, information and to show their denial papers and they came with it and uh, they were voted Savannah clerk of court was voted the rudest out of all of the couples. Yeah, I mean they had report, yeah, reporter Kim Wade there at Savannah now, who we love and enjoy. Just her great energy and her love for people. Period. Did a wonderful article on the May Day campaign. She also mentioned that, um, and the anniversary of the May Day campaign today. Yes, or yesterday? I think it was yesterday, as she was talking yeah. about the Tybee. Island um, parade and pride activities, but we want to salute those couples who stood out, who who took the time to do a fantastic job at at supporting not only us, but they in supporting us, they supported themselves, and so we appreciate all of you, each one, one by one, and we do have on our website all of the articles that had anything to do with May Day Georgia Equality even the one in in the UK. So you are able to go on loudmouthradio.com and pull up all of those um, articles 
interviews, you know, whatever it was that we had and, and it's out there, we were able to have record of that and put it on our website so you'll be able to see all the names and the pictures of, you know, Georgia Voice here in Atlanta covered um, us as well, and they were able to put photos of different ones where they were denied. And it was just a wonderful time, and it still is a wonderful time. We don't want anybody to think that we've given up, that we've stopped, because we haven't. And that's why we're doing Pride, Not Prejudice, and talking about all of the great and wonderful things that we do here, as well as the things that people are doing in the community. Absolutely, and we are so excited about this broadcast and this show tonight, and um, we want to also encourage our listeners, if you didn't have opportunity, last week we had the movie and uh, the film Blackbird, the cast of the uh, movie Blackbird that actually premiered last week uh, in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., New York City, um, in uh, select theaters. Uh, a fantastic film of a 17-year-old by the name of Randy that has a hard time dealing with uh, the care of his emotionally disturbed mother and has uh, levels of friendship in his classmates and is struggling uh, to hide his own secret of um, his own quest of his own feelings of homosexuality uh, Mm -hmm. in regards to his family and, uh, you know, what what that means, especially being in an African-American home with a very religious, sanctioned family member and a mother and a father who is played by Isaiah Washington um, that uh, is trying to support his son in regards to him becoming the man that he wants to be. And uh, we want to really tell our listeners to please, if you are any of these select cities, to support this film. Last week uh, we had a fantastic interview um, session with uh, Terry Henry, one of the actresses on that film, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin uh, uh, Alafi, um, D. Wood, and um, had an opportunity to speak with them in regards to the synopsis of this film. And uh, shout out to the executive producers, Monique, um, who's also playing um, – the young, the young man in the film, uh, who's also a first-time actor, Julian Walker, uh, she plays his mother. And um, Patrick Ian Polk, also who is the creator of Noah's Ark and the movie The Skinny and uh, Noah's Ark, The Wedding, he is actually the director and the writer of this film. And um, I just want to say that it's important that we support, you know, stories, especially independent films like these and so many stories that are politically important for the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. to have a positive impact in, in the community. So you follow them um, on, on Twitter at WeAreBlackbird is that hashtag. Uh, but you can also go to the actual website, BlackbirdTheMovie.com, and find out where the film is actually being shown and support this film. And if it has not come to your city, because I know there's quite a few people all over the world that's yes. to this broadcast, um, but if you are in the uh, United States uh, currently and have not had this film come into your theater, I'm going to tell you how you make a change. You make a phone call to the theaters in your area and request for this film to be shown in your city. And by far, I promise you, you can make a difference. So, again, that film is blackbirdthemovie.com. Uh, look it up and uh, find out more about it. And there's a fantastic trailer right there on the website that you can actually take a look at. So, Jazz, you have uh, anything, lastly, you would like to share? Um, I do, I do, I do. I wanted to talk to you really briefly about um, From Words to Action Outreach Ministries. It's a ministry that I, I love. I enjoy being a founder and worker bee and servant. And what 
from words to action is is basically exactly what it says. We are outreach ministry that lends our hand, our service, our time, our talent, our finances, our hearts, our hugs, our love, our donations, um, and all of that to people who are hungry, people who are underserved and underrepresented. Definitely we have a focal point on our LGBT youth, so this ties right into our pride and not prejudice. We look after our veterans who have fought so diligently and then come home and found out on the streets. Um, We definitely love all people of all ages and of all colors, and we just really go out of our way to find them. So many people are out on the streets and they're homeless and they're hungry for reasons. And a lot of times we tend to hear people say, well, they just should get a job. Well, many of them do want a job, but they don't have the opportunity to get one with no address, with no phone, with no uh, ability to take a shower. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of stories. If you just stop for one moment and listen to the stories, you will find that many people didn't just decide to give up on life and just end up on the streets. A lot of people got sick. A lot of people got laid off. A lot of people, you know, had things stolen from them and um, came back with post-traumatic stress disorder from the war. Or we find a lot of our kids that are on the street came out to their parents or their guardians and were put out on the street and have nowhere to stay. So it's so many reasons that so many girls and so many women and men, for that matter, have been victims of sex trafficking and then once they've learned the lifestyle nobody wants them and so they feel that that's all they can do is live on the street and sell themselves so we are able to be found at from words the number two action.com you can go on our website and find out all of the places that we have been and you can also find out where we're going to be we um, have upcoming outreaches in Atlanta, Georgia St. Petersburg, Florida Miami, Las Vegas there's a whole tunnel of families that live in the tunnels of Las Vegas and so we want to go show love to them we're going to also be in Colorado Indiana and Illinois. So having said all of that, we need your support. So I'll be like the PBS show and say, please call in and donate now. Be a reoccurring donator, a monthly donator. And for doing that, we'll give them extra hugs. We will call out your name. We will do whatever it takes so that we can continue to give love to those that are on the street, those that look for us and those that believe in us. We thank you and we appreciate all those that have given. And if you want to find out how to donate, you want to find out how to volunteer, definitely once again go to our website from words, the number two, action.com. You're also able to give to our GoFundMe um, from words to action outreach ministries on the GoFundMe page. We're on Facebook at from words to mouth. I mean, sorry, from Words to Action Outreach <laughs> Ministries. I always say that because we're word, word of mouth advertisement, but anyway, that's another thing. So please support that because we're able to really love on our kids, once again, that are LGBT youth, um, as well as adults that have been put out on the streets. So Absolutely. thank you so much. This has been a fantastic show. I knew it would be. I'm excited yes. about all of the yes. things that we're doing here on loudmouthradio.com. Yeah, and just yes. really happy to be a part, as I always am, of the things that we do. We 
make a great team, my lovely wife and producer. And I'm very proud and very full of joy at the things that we're doing. Absolutely, my love. I think that it has, has really been a great, great, great <laughs> programming tonight. <laughs> you so see how you're going to have somebody listeners. call and say, really? Really, you did okay. that? Yes. <laughs> um, great. So, you know, for us here at Loudmouth Radio, we are always so grateful and thankful that you are investing whatever amount of time to our shows and to share content, to share our broadcast with others. So if you're on Facebook, you can find us at Limehouse Radio Network. And by far, make us one of your favorite channels on TuneIn Radio. You can pull up our radio station on Limehouse Radio Network on TuneIn and Stitcher Radio, which is reaching over 4 million in car dashboard systems as well as over 50 million active listeners on TuneIn Radio, and Loudmouth is steadily growing, and we're doing this because of you. So all of those who have small businesses in remote areas across the world connect with our radio network, we'll be sure to put you together with us and create a great media partnership. So if you have a desire to find out more, you can contact us directly at 706-363-3895, 706 706- Three six three three eight nine five, and of course, LimeOffRadio.com is open twenty four seven. So if you have and now guess what? just wait a minute, come into wait a minute, broadcast. wait a minute, yes. hot flash, yes. news flash, news flash. I What's just that? got an email from Councilman Steve Cornell of St. Petersburg, Florida, who has okay. said undoubtedly yes, yes, yes. He will do the proclamation gladly for our No Ordinary Love LGBTQ Mass Wedding Ceremony on June 27th at Lassing Park at 2 p.m. So for those of you, once again, that don't know what that really means, we get a day of proclamation (laughs) to say that we have no ordinary love, that we're above ordinary in front of all of Tampa, all of St. Pete, all of that area, during the week of Pride. I'm so excited. I just got that, so I wanted to share. So if any of you are interested in getting married, contact us because you have a little time, but you will have your wedding. You'll have your bachelorette and bachelor party comedy show Thursday night, June 25th at our sponsored hotel at the Embassy Suites in Tampa, Florida. You'll get get a chance to ride the party bus on Friday night, June 26th. And then you'll get a chance to get married on June 27th. Limited spaces are available. Please contact us at loudmouth with two Ds, radio at gmail.com. And you heard it here live. You did. (laughs) You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Just in case y'all didn't know what y'all was listening to, I had to be (laughs) Do it again, do it again, do it again. Mm -hmm. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Molly, you're in danger, girl. (laughs) You're in danger. (laughs) So, guys, very much blessed at this time. We are going to conclude this broadcast and ask that you join us again live on loudmouthradio.com. Make sure you follow us so you're able to keep up with our broadcast, our scheduled shows, our beautiful guests, and all news and above and all those good things that follow us. Good night, everybody. Good night.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. <laughs> 